Carl, Chris, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I, the betrayer, of course, it's an absolute pleasure to speak to you. First things first, how are you both doing? And has 2023 been treating you well so far? <laughs> you want to start, Kyle? Yeah, sure. I mean, I still have all my bones. I still have all my teeth. My uh, my face is still attached to my face. So yeah, let's uh, let's call 2023 a win so far. I'm good. Yeah, no major incidents. <laughs> Music is happening. We actually did change uh, practice room. So. That was a thing. We moved around and uh, nothing got broken in the in the process. So that's that's a positive. I'm going to take that. Considering how the last few years have been worldwide, we'll take any momentary lapse of <laughs> peace and the joy and positives that can happen at this stage. It's going smoothly so far. And um, what about New Year's resolutions? Uh, are you those uh, types of people, both personally and professionally? Got anything? I made one, uh, which was basically, I've been doing it too much my whole life. I really have to stop it. And so this resolution this year was to care less. Do less. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I break all my resolutions too, so I'm going to break this one. <laughs> Is that well, like on a more professional level, though, the care less part? Yeah. <laughs> not with the band, though, like everything else. He's not allowed no. to care less about the band. He's uh, Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you resolution we, we've um uh i i had a one resolution once and i stopped smoking and that worked so that was pretty okay but apart from that this year professionally we gotta we gotta release this album yeah that's uh that's what we're doing more <laughs> more album more uh stage time more of that Listen, as an ex-smoker, that's incredible you did it. It is, uh, I can attest, isn't it? It can be incredibly difficult. So congratulations on that. And of course, yes, I was going to ask the question, what's got you excited about the year ahead? But I think we are going to be talking about this specific album, aren't we? It's worth talking about. <laughs> <laughs> is that's that, <laughs> is oh, that the might most have been... exciting thing for you at the moment, focusing all that, all the oh, other yeah. that? Yeah, for sure. It's it's an ambitious project. Maybe it was too ambitious uh, considering the pandemic and all that stuff we had going on. But um, uh, we wanted to, we were, we thought to ourselves, we want to make you know our debut album be something uh, fun, spectacular, you know, memorable, and uh, probably we had a, in mind to make a, a big thing. Uh, it, was, it was supposed to be one of those uh, concept albums where everything hooks together with a story and we we've started that but it's yeah it's it takes more time than just an ep so <laughs> that's what well, it is. i'm gonna pick your brains about that part in a moment but before we get that i guess at this stage what i want to know is what's the latest news around it that you can actually share we're talking about storm vic here um can you share or talk about potential release dates for sure or where you're at right now with it we have uh sent a release set a release uh, window for uh, mid July with uh, with the PR team and everything like that. So we're working very hard towards that. We've got most of the album recorded by now. Mm. Uh, we're waiting for some parts back from both guitarists and the bassist, wherever he might be. 
<laughs> um, other than that, we're 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 well on our way. We have over half the album done, and we're uh, we're just sort of tweaking it up smaller parts and getting stuff ready for mixing and mastering. And just yeah, yeah. we've been working very hard recently. So the release date is mid July. We've just released a single, Slaughterhouse. You might have heard it. Video. You may have heard it. May have seen it. Maybe it was very very horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're working on a second single to come out before the release of the album as well. So, fantastic! It's more than I expected. I thought you were going to tell me we can't say much about it at the moment, and uh, we've gone from there. Um, yeah. this way, we're like bound by our words, and they're, and they're like, oh, you know what? We 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 told Carl we're going to finish this thing, so now we got to do it. You know, we don't have what our choice now. Yeah. But of course, it is a concept album, part one of a two-part concept, which uh, you said yourself and I uh, grew up doing some reading, mighty ambitious stuff here. So I want you to talk to me about this concept, but specifically, where the vision for it was born from? Ooh, where the vision was born, that's a tough one. Uh, but I, I could say we're all, all of us quite... Um, we're quite taken by the the sort of uh, Cthulian lore, you know, the Lovecraftian uh, universe, uh, all that. So th this is um, it's a universe we we like. I've I've played role playing games, you know, pen and paper. I played the Call of Cthulhu uh, back in the day, you know. So to, to me, it's like a, I like the the whole universe of it, and hmm. it just it it felt like the music was uh, we were writing. It had that kind of spirit going into it, you know. So. It felt like it felt like drawn to write about it, uh, and um, and this that's it sort of came out of there, and then we start started storytelling in my head. What are we gonna do? We gotta find a thing, a place, and we're like, let's make it Nordic. And I uh, went through the the sort of the uh, the the literature to find something connecting it, and I did find uh, some lore that was connected to Scandinavia, and we made it fun and. There's and then I thought of this this city where this is all based in, uh, which is like this valley, which is an incredible place. It uh, it's like a really deep valley as a city, like in the, in the end of it, and it's just mountains all over the place, and they used to have no sunshine for for like months and months because the mountains were so high, and this is a bit up north, so it's like it has all like the things mines shafts. Uh, they got like a head production of heavy water during the cold uh, during the Second World War. All these all these things that were just per perfect. So yeah, there's a there's a whole bunch of things going on in there. It's incredibly detailed, but I have to ask them: Was it always clear cut just what you wanted to achieve here, or has it been shaped over time by events and situations that have occurred in real life? Well, I would say a mixture of both because uh, we, we started writing the second album after we released the first one. But then we're a band that works kind of slow and we like to work things out in songs live on stage. And of course, the pandemic hit. <laughs> and we were in Oslo, the, the rules were really strict. and We actually couldn't get together in a rehearsal room for 18 months, let wow. alone going on stage to work out the songs and stuff like that. So we were held back a lot by that. And we like to do we we tend to work better 
when we're in a room together doing all this stuff. We, we we did try it over Zoom and we tried a whole lot of times and it just didn't come together well. So we were held back by that. So I think during that time, Chris came up with this idea of mm. like the whole Cthulhu uh, Lovecraftian story after his experiences and reading about it and playing <laughs> with it and all this stuff. While we had the songs written and we didn't have like a, a certain theme for the songs or the next EP or the next album. So we were like, well, let's smush the two together. We've got all these songs that we've written. We need to record them. Chris. Mm put some lyrics to it and he was like lovecraft <laughs> <laughs> well a few came out uh, a few came out after because we had like a few that were already written and then we sort of the story started to take shape and mm. then we're like oh now we need this kind of song like the mm. the one of the last ones we're working on is um is a dark heavy sort of reveal of what's you know what's hiding underneath the cover which is the whole you know lovecraftian uh, lore thing that behind the normal normal normality of our days there's this madness way awaiting and this song is song we're going to work on now it's like peeking into it sort of and and we've we're setting things up for a massively heavy and dark album yeah <laughs> <laughs> there might be some lighter tones obviously but um now we're like okay now we need to have this sort of song we need to put this spirit back in there we have like the introduction of our protagonist that's the song that took shape afterwards once we had sort of the mindset and uh and that's yeah did you always envision it from the start to be a two-part story no (laughs) (laughs) i think that's what i was saying this is an ambitious project and i think in the in the beginning we wanted to be like a you know those those classic massive albums you know two disc mm. albums with like part one part two and the same thing you know 16 songs what have you i don't but then we realized this it's going to take forever we just want to get music out you know it's going to take us 10 years to do a 16 track album. <laughs> <laughs> how did that discussion go when you kind of realized the shape as it as it took and what you realized uh the detail and the fact that it was two-part story as it were <laughs> how did that conversation go <laughs> that's an interesting question <laughs> go Kyle. All, right. all right yeah well basically uh i kind of lead the band mostly and uh, we i realized all this stuff was coming together and we have two songs that are eight minutes long and chris has this epic story involved and we're sat there going <laughs> okay we've got 12 demos and we have four more to write and i was like we are doing two eps guys six track eps that are going to be album length and they were like mm-hmm. Oh, really? Do we have to? We just did. Well, I was like, we're doing that. That's all we're doing. Please just work with me on this. And they were like, okay, Kyle. Well, that like la- that lasted for a year. That conversation. It did, yeah, that was a back and forth discussion a, for a long yeah. time. <laughs> it was it's hard for some some of us to to let go. And it was like, uh, oh, but we want to do the whole full album. Come on, let's do it. You know. Mm. Mm. Of course, we all want to, but it makes mm. it makes more sense this time around yeah. to go two 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 parts of one story shorter length each, each time i mean they're not short anyway they're, they well, are no. actually and track length. Length only. Yeah. <laughs> do you think do you think it would exist specifically as it is as well had the pandemic period happened if um thinkers had been okay and normal as it were could it have existed or is that just impossible to know at this stage I think it would have done to some extent been much the same because we actually recorded the video. We shot that video in 2019 before the pandemic hit and we had all of the costume and all every, all the whole idea ready. So we 
we had the idea secured. It just uh, depends on which like actual demos we included into it because some have been written since mm. pandemic hit and stuff. Mm. So we like things like that. But like the structure of the album, the story was pretty much set before it hit. But it's just sort of yeah, question of the actual songs that we used. Was it easy though to go back? I mean, for example, using that, the video being shot such a long time ago and some songs and music already being existed, was it easy to go back and attach that to now? Particularly as musicians, you're evolving every day, you're changing, your tastes evolve, you learn new things and so on. Was was it so straightforward just to go back and relive that past? I mean, we've been working on it for so long, it's, it's sort of like... We didn't ever go away from it, even if right. we didn't get together in a room. It was still always in in our minds. So yeah, it was pretty easy. I mean, that single is probably one of the heavier songs on the album, but there are others that are as heavy or close to. So it's not like this is yeah. going to be the one song that's weird on the album. The rest are really like light and you know, or we've got yeah. loads of synths now, or you know, <laughs> something like that. We, we've we've done our best to keep it all as one cohesive unit. So, but of course, yeah, new influences have popped in, but. We've managed to we've managed to keep it together pretty well, I think. Yeah, I hope. And we're not that young anymore. <laughs> we can't. We don't change that quickly anymore. <laughs> we're set in our ways and set in not completely, but you know, we. Uh, I, mean, I get the I get the sense that you, you you're as much excited about now getting to this stage and the release at some point this year as much as the desire to just get it out as well and potentially I don't know use the word move forward, but like. Mm. Well, yeah, one yeah, of a better word, move forward. Yeah. I think yeah. we're very happy to, because we know the next step is more of the same story, just with different songs, of mm. course. Like the, the culmination of the story is going to come in the next one. So we're excited about that too. And we get to, maybe we get to switch things up a bit more on that one. So we're definitely looking forward to that. I know uh, I know our guitarist has some very clear ideas he wants to add into the next album, which is all good for us because we can work with that and, you know, explore different things and probably not too far out when i'm going to start adding saxophone solos but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then there's also, there's the um and there's also the truth that you know you can't stay silent for too long you know it's uh it's not good for anybody to not release anything and no yeah we did put that pandemic song out uh guys of the ineffectious a yeah. year or a year and a half ago because we were like we haven't done anything we need to get something out so we wrote that specifically just to say hi we're still alive yeah. <laughs> about the times as well so that is yeah. separate from the album so do you think it's fair to say kind of go back to the pandemic period that you as a group i the betrayer you use the time as best as humanly possible and kind of got through it as unscathed as possible I mean, I would, yeah. yeah, we did our best as we could. I mm -hmm. mean, there are other bands that could get together and sit down and write and release an entire album. There are other bands that couldn't, that could do even less than us. So it's we did as best as we could as a group of people that write music together. So I think so. So one of the things I've been found really fascinating, and you've kind of got a description, uh, described that a bit as well here, Chris, as well. But the synopsis for this album is extremely in interesting. And in my head, I envisioned this uh, almost being in different formats, too. Is that something you've considered? For example, telling this story in comic book form, something that goes along with the album? Oh. <laughs> you're hitting the... You're hitting the nail right on it. Uh, yeah. and the square in the middle, man. We we thought about it. That, that would, was... We were like, what if we could get someone to draw it up and have it like in the in the in the CD cover, like a little little comic book thing in there. Uh, and 
I mean, we haven't released it yet, and there we have some time. But you know, yeah. everything is has to be the things we want is not always what we can get, and you know, uh, it takes time and talent and money. And uh, of course, but it's definitely something to consider because we we're gonna we're trying to tell the story through the music videos, and we have Kyle has amazing. Uh, I'm gonna say at least from, from I think he's got amazing talent in producing videos. Thank you very much. So. Uh, uh, I think we 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 at least get to tell the story of Storm Week through the music videos. So we're going to make definitely make a, a, an attempt. We're going to drive over probably uh, to the location that we're talking about in the songs uh, in the lore and try to shoot there as well. So, but that's actually gonna... lo- that's actually in the stories, right? That Lovecraft wrote. It's yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's not like we're just making it up. It's like Lovecraft wrote about this location in the stories, and we're going there to shoot a video. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic! Cool as hell. Yeah. So yeah, because uh, I mean, even I think uh, a cursory bit of knowledge most people know who H.P. Lovecraft is and have uh, familiarity with Cthulhu in um, even in pop culture references. But if you're a bigger fan of it, you know you kind of want that deep dive, and you're going to be hungry for it. Um, I think listeners, you've talked about it a couple of times. Let's go into it now. Listeners have had a taste in the form of Slaughterhouse, which is a bang song and has had a great reaction. It's one of the things I have noticed. Has that positive reaction given you more confidence in the regard how the full album might be received? For me, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Because I wrote that song a long time ago and mm. it was a demo for the band for a while. And we were like, okay, Chris put the lyrics to it. And then we we're like, this is the single. And we shot the video. And then we waited for three years while the world calmed down a little bit. <laughs> and then we released it and everyone's been like, wow, that's great. And that's that's yeah. a video we did a while ago and a song we did a while ago for this album. And it's really given me at least like a hell of a kick up the butt to get the rest of it done so i'm really yeah. really confident that people are going to like the rest of it <laughs> it's hard for us to to really you know get our nose up uh because we live so close to the music we play it a lot uh we develop it and and, it, and, and then we think about it what have we released we have our you know uh, our album ep mm-hmm. seven that's uh, a while back and people haven't heard much of the other things unless people have come and see us live and that's mostly in the nordics so it's yeah, it's it's fun to hear finally getting that new music out, reaching people, uh, and then it's surprising them. That's been super fun. So it really is making us excited about the, the album and release for sure. Good, good, good. Why was Slaughterhouse the choice to release though? Was it just because the fact that you had the video sitting there from 2019? Well, we chose it. We did choose it that long ago and had it ready to go, but then the pandemic hit. So it was yeah. like, oh, we have to put this on pause. So that's why we've come up with it now. We did produce uh, Guys of the Infectious during just after the pandemic. We had that written and recorded um, mostly separately. We didn't break any rules. We swear, Norwegian police. <laughs> <laughs> and we uh, we had the video uh, shot and done very quickly uh, with a team of people that we were very grateful to work with. And um so they made it happen very quickly and we got it out and but then after that it was like okay back to the album we just wanted to tell the world yeah. here slaughterhouse yeah. is the single this is what we've already decided the other songs uh weren't quite ready at the time so yeah no now, now they are but they weren't back then so we'll just go going with our original plan but i mean there's also the point that it's uh it was location agnostic Seeing as though we're mm. going to be in a slaughterhouse, it gave us options to shoot it. So it was like it, uh, the vision just popped into our heads. So we were like, this is how we're going to do it. And mm-hmm. we sort of mailed, nailed it. Uh, it. It's good sometimes just like a good idea that comes to you and you're like, you want to go and get at it. And, and then uh, I think that's also what happened. Mm. 
Well, the video is incredible. It's quite intense, <laughs> but it's uh, simply. And uh, I, I have some cursory knowledge over how things go when uh, you're not behind the camera. Was it as much fun as it looked? I was I was the guy in the in the whole get up with the mask and the costume and everything. I was stalking around behind the plastic and you know making it freaking everybody out any movement I could. It was so much fun to do, yeah. It was hilarious. And uh the fun note was that we shot this over several sessions and had to just leave the set Ooh. in this big old garage, which was multi-purpose. So we had, we the owner gave us permission obviously to do this, but there were other users, so then we just thought in our heads, what would happen? They open up the garage <laughs> and come into this, and it's what is this going on? This hard Dexter thing, you know? <laughs> and that just makes us crack up, yeah. Oh, they'll just be like, oh, a heavy metal band was in, you know how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, that fake blood. It's you know, it's uh, it's some some uh, over the counter thing from a like costume shop, and it leaves your orange for a while it it stains the skin so i i like i went orange for a while <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm excited to see what you've got in the works uh video wise going forward particularly if that's what you were able to produce um so many years ago it already feels like a lifetime ago so we oh, yeah. you guys got it in the does. work um what other plans then do you currently have a place for 2023 um, that you can talk about, e.g. shows potentially or anything else around that? I think mainly we're going to try and get uh, get over to the UK at Bloodstock um, after the either just before or I can't remember exactly when it is, but around the album release, I know it's, it's happening there. So we're going to try our best to do that. Uh, if not, we're just going to play button as many shows as we can in and around Norway and the UK and everywhere we can. Yeah. And tell everybody we know that this album is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> our our guitar, uh, our a band member of ours had a, an incident before Christmas as well. So uh, it was important for him to recover. He's still recovering. Mm. So uh, we're going to try to get back into uh, getting, you know, in shape slowly mm -hmm. but surely. Try a few, maybe some stream concerts because we have a we have the ability to do that in our new location. Mm, so that's, true. Yeah. that's definitely something we're going to try out. But then you know, book some shows uh, locally. We 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 had we had a massive show planned actually in the last fall. We're going to play uh, warm up for Ragnarok. We were going to uh, and uh, Blood Red Throne as well. They were going to play in uh, Trondheim, and we were part of this metal fest. Unfortunately, yeah, the, the health incident happened just a week before and we were forced to cancel it. Mm. We're, we're ready to, we're hungry to get back out there. So that's the plan. Good, because of course, um, too many years have not really been able to do anything. And it is very important, as you've said yourself, you've got to get your name on people's tongues again. You've got to get your sound into people's ears. It's a very difficult task to do in modern day um, mm. That aspect of things, the uh, social media, the always on, the need and desire for listeners to uh, hear you and receive you. Is that an aspect that A, you think you're good at getting your uh, name out there? And B, do you enjoy having to do all of that work? I mean, for me, we're neither good at it nor do we enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not the oldest guys, but we come from a time when all this stuff wasn't really necessary and it's it's kind of hard to get into. Like, I, I've got some friends that make music that are way younger and they're just on all the time on TikTok mm. and all this stuff. And I'm like, 
how do you have the time and the will to do this all the time? And I, I do my best, but it, it just gets, it, it hits a limit for me. Like, okay, I've just talked to enough people today. That's it. You know? <laughs> yeah. To, we, we share, me and Kyle pretty much share, share the whole sort of social media uh, outspokenness of the band. Um, so yeah, we do some streams on Twitch every now and again. We do talk about our band as much as we can usually play our own music uh, and talk to people, get other streamers to play our music mm-hmm. because they, they know by playing us, we won't DMCA oh, we don't get them to, them. but they, they've approached us about it. We've said, yeah. yes, you are allowed to play our music on stream. Yeah. You're never going to get a DMCA strike or anything right. like this. And, and they get a free copy of the album they can play and they give send out links. So that's, yeah. that's been good for us. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it is, yeah, it is tough. Uh, it is tough to sort of have that as an extra job, but yeah, uh, I'd say uh, as 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 good as we can, we we can we put our we put ourselves out there for people to hear and see. There's room for improvement. There is Definitely room for improvement. <laughs> There's always room for improvement, guys. Yeah. That's the thing. And even if you did were experts at it today, uh, in six months' time, the algorithm changes and you're back to yeah. <laughs> one. Exactly. Uh, There's never any never any guarantee anything's ever going to work. <laughs> absolutely. The fact that you are on Twitch, uh, even if it's occasionally, is one major thing that a lot of uh, bands or artists either don't have the time for or just don't do. And that's already an incredible way to do it. Um, what are if you if you want to shout them out? What are your Twitch channels? I'm uh, just my name, Kyle Sevenoaks. I actually produce metal live on Twitch, usually with like chat people's input. They'll say, put something there. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And then that's where the whole cowbell thing came from. Every song there's a goddamn cowbell, which (laughs) I I act like I hate, but I secretly love. Uh, And Chris? Yeah, I go by the Captain Coffee in one one word. (laughs) You can't get enough of it, can you? Yeah, I love coffee and metal. That's the that's the that's the guy. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> okay, what's a realistic goal then? A realistic goal that you would uh, like to achieve in twenty twenty three? Well, uh, definitely not uh, not miss the album release. That's <laughs> just want to nail that album release uh, <laughs> and and get there c- content and happy that we've we've put together the best album ever and uh and that it's just and we're ready revving to go for the next one and uh what uh we we want to get back on those uh shows that we had so we're definitely going to try to get those done uh get those shows uh, kick-started yeah sound like the same release the album do more shows that's the goal (laughs) <laughs> yep, it's a simple goal, but um, it's more than achievable. I hope you do, guys. Before we wrap this up, we now do something called, or uh, well, we started doing it as of today. In fact, you're the guinea pigs. What is a quick fire round of I random like questions? Come on, bring it on. This is basically <laughs> quick fire random questions that we put into a generator, 10 of them, and you will be answering them if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, they can best. be nonsensical and they can be serious. Take it as you so choose, okay. So I right. do this. We both answer them at the same yeah. time, or right. oh well, you can take your turns. You can whoever comes out <laughs> first, really, because uh, the first one's going to be immediately show you their level of nonsense that's in it. Do you believe in ghosts or aliens? Yes, <laughs> I've seen them on in movies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number two, favorite horror movie. Oh, that's a question. Jesus, come on, I think- man. I think the first one that sparks to mind because it's the only one that actually freaks me out anymore is uh, Event Horizon. Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street. 
Oh, wonderful, wonderful stuff. What's something that always brings a tear to your eye? <laughs> you know when you're slicing a lemon and it like goes in your eye? Yeah. Oh man, I have no idea. Yeah, lemon. lemon. <laughs> Favorite holiday destination? Oh, for me it's Los Angeles. Oh wow. Yeah, it's always warm. I would say France because I'm half mm. French. So I'm sort of damaged that way. Fantastic. Okay, one for the band. Best oh. place you've played. Oh, best place we've played. Mm. Uh, I would say there's a Tunsberg Metal Fest. That was. Oh, yeah, cool. that was fantastic. That was good. Yeah. Mm. Big nice big stage. Place. Could yeah. stand way away from the other people. It was great. Oh, <laughs> Hometown of Salmon. Have you heard of those, those guys? Yeah, yeah, of course. Mm. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, what is the meal that you think you cook better than anyone else in the band? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say pork chow mein. Okay. Yeah. Oh, look at you. <laughs> All right. I make a killer uh, seashell soup. Oh, wow. Like wow. Killer. Expecting someone to just throw out pizza or something, but no, those <laughs> are amazing dishes. <laughs> okay, earliest memory of playing a video game. I played a game called Digger. It's like a on a, a you know DOS based uh, computer. Wow! So it's basically just like you just dig your way through like this thing to get to these little gold nuggets. Don't remember that one. Mine is a game called Rick Dangerous. Oh wow! Yeah, it goes back a long way. <laughs> <laughs> this is where people start showing their ages. Sorry. I'll put it away. <laughs> no, 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 it's not too far <laughs> off me. Um, okay. Weirdly enough, I think this might be easier than I expected, but name a book that has had a profound impact on you. Mine's probably Mort by Terry Pratchett, to be honest. That is the first book I read by Terry Pratchett, and it's like I've always been a fan of the Grim Reaper and all this stuff, so I have a story that took him and put him into like a a more personable shape with group and it's really funny so yeah i think that one uh i switched to the this one this mic to make sure okay. that i could speak <laughs> um i think i'm gonna go with it's gonna be a dumb thing to say but <laughs> i'm gonna go with the lord of the rings yeah you mean that, epics. that's that's really got me into the, the whole like lore of orcs and elves and and that stuff so that was it if we were scoring uh, to decide a winner, which of course we're not, because that would be weird, um, you just won that outright there, Carl, because I happen to be um, a super fan of Terry Pratchett. In fact, hey. my, my, my cat uh, passed away now, was called Mort. Oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I had no idea. Okay. Favorite thing about being in Ida Betrayer? I think my Ooh. favorite thing is that I run the whole thing, but on stage, I'm in the back. No one knows. <laughs> I don't know if my favorite thing is that I do all the running and all the carrying. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, I. This is a. This is like the on the bucket list. It is high up there. A functioning band. We've not changed a single member since we started in 2014. Uh, we have fun. We know each other. 
uh, we produce music we love. Uh, and it's just, it's a dream to be able to perform, to put our music out there. So for me, it's, uh, it's fantastic. Uh, it's definitely one of the things that makes me want to get up in the morning. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Well, then I have to throw the opposite one at you then. Least favorite thing about being an Ida Betrayer? I would say uh, probably being the one that runs it, but being on the back of the stage. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think Carlos told me I'm like the only vocalist that carries or that actually comes He's a stereotype works. breaker. I'm not kidding. It's only because I tell him, if you don't carry this, we're muting your mic. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a, yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, I get the whole roadie thing. Mm. That would be amazing. I, I wish we were at a level where we could like naturally have roadies. Uh, I think that's the worst about being a betrayer is just all the, I mean, if we were like a synth band, all we had to carry on was a stupid piano, you know, a keyboard, but we're not. We have a lot of heavy equipment and a big EM box and everything. So I guess that's for me the worst part. Fantastic. Well, it's, uh... Well, we did, well, I was about to say we've uh, still got a little while to wait, but uh, Storm Vic, we're looking at around, as you said, summertime. I think that's the best way to put it right. Summertime. Um, and I can't wait to hear the full thing. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for having us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, I appreciate it, Carl. Thanks so much. Thank you very much for watching. If you liked what you saw, please help us out by giving us a thumbs up and hitting that subscribe button. If you really liked what you saw, Consider donating to keep the website and channel running by buying us a coffee via our coffee page or picking up some merch from our big cartel store. You can check us out on gbhbl.com as well as via our social media, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. As well as listen to our interviews via SoundCloud, Apple Music and Spotify. Just search for GBHBL. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?